Welcome everyone, this is Allison Banbury and you're listening to the Midlife Muse. Welcome to episode one, everybody. So happy that you're joining me today. I just wanted to share a little anecdote from this day that I think encapsulates midlife. As I was coming down the stairs to record my first ever podcast episode, I slipped a little bit. We have carpeted stairs and I slipped a little bit. I fell. I'm all right. But as I caught myself, I had my reading glasses in my hand. I bent them all to hell. And I just thought to myself, perfect. Nothing says midlife better than declining gross motor skills and the need for reading glasses. So that's where I am this morning. I hope y'all are off to a better start. I need to begin this little venture with a disclaimer, and that is that I don't know the first thing about creating a podcast. Literally, my 15-year-old son was the primary expert that I consulted before pressing record this morning. I did start out with much grander intentions in terms of educating myself about all things podcast related. I went online and looked up, you know, podcast for dummies or whatever else is out there. And I quickly became really overwhelmed because there are a lot of things apparently that I should be considering before starting a podcast. I, I need to identify an audience, of course, um, and identify a niche I'm supposed to find a co-host with whom I can engage in some witty and entertaining repartee. There's information out there about how to grow my audience and monetize my podcast. And I saw a couple of places where the suggestion was made that I'm supposed to ensure viability of a podcast for I think it said a hundred episodes or at least seven years. It was some, some ridiculously forward looking amount of time. And I got really overwhelmed and maybe it's my ADHD, but my brain tends to gloss over anytime a list grows beyond maybe four or five items. And I'm this way with everything like recipes come to mind. Um, I love food, but when it comes to cooking, if a recipe has more than four or five ingredients, and and I count salt and pepper as two separate ingredients. So if it has a lot of ingredients, I tend to lose interest in wanting to attempt this recipe. Now, if a couple of the ingredients are basics that you're likely to have around the house like salt and pepper like butter or water i might be able to expand the list to seven or eight ingredients but other than that i'm out i'm this way about characters in novels and i was an english major in college i've read some sophisticated literature but at this point in my life i really can handle three or four, maybe five major characters in a story. But if I find myself having to 
flip back through the pages of a book to try to identify who this character is and how they're important to the plot line, I, I lose interest. And I also listen to a lot of my books at this point during my commute, and I listen to them on Audible, and it's really hard to flip back in that circumstance. So I'm that way with books, and, and really where this shows up, my, my sort of intolerance for lots of steps really shows up when it comes to games. And I don't love playing games in general, but if I am going to play a game, my speed of game is a game that has rules that can be explained in about 30 seconds and very few pieces. So games like Scrabble or Boggle or Battleship, um, Maybe if I'm with a bunch of friends or family members and we're all feeling a little a little raunchy and like we're up for some laughs, I could do some Cards Against Humanity, sort of the adult version of Apples to Apples. That's my speed. My husband and my kids like to play really complicated games. They play this game, maybe you've heard of it. I had not heard of it until I met my husband, but it's called Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. It's a collectible card game and each card is like a character or a land or a spell and there's like 20 pieces of information on each card. It's The artwork is beautiful but it, it's really overwhelming and I was looking through a stack of, of cards in preparation for this episode and I found an action card they all have fantastic names. I don't know, you know, who whose job it is to come up with these cards and um, name them. But this action is called Invigorated Rampage. Invigorated Rampage. And, and I, I love the name, but I also paused for a minute because really, are there rampages that lack vigor? I mean, is it still a rampage if it's, say, an apathetic rampage or a lethargic rampage? I don't know, but I love that title. Regardless, it's too much information on these cards. And there's also games that take a really long time to set up, like Risk or Settlers of Catan. And if the game takes longer to set up than I want to spend playing it, I'm out. So anyway, all of that to say that I, I started researching how to do podcasts um, and, and what goes into it. And my brain really started to gloss over and into that sort of fuzzy glossed over void, the negative self-talk started. I was saying things to myself like, this is too complicated, Allison. You, you don't even know how to use recording software. You'll never master this. And, and then really kind of bigger negativity like who are you to lend your voice to a field that already contains the likes of Brene Brown or Glennon Doyle or Dan Harris or Brian Reed or Esther Perel or any of those brilliant folks who have spent decades researching their topics and who are experienced writers and speakers like why why add Allison Banbury's voice to that situation? 
So that was my big sigh or a deep breath, sort of depends on how I'm looking at it. But I I pushed past all of that negative self-talk because to be honest, here in the midst of midlife, the creative juices are not really flowing for me. I work, I plan meals, I vacuum, I exercise, I grocery shop, I, I take care of business, but I'm not really creating anything other than order. And I'm starting to feel a little bit boring. And I decided that if I kept sort of waiting to have it all figured out, like to figure out how to make this podcast relevant or sustainable for seven years, that I was just never, ever going to get started. So that's my disclaimer, is that this is unprofessional and imperfect, but I'm starting anyway. My sister-in-law, who I hope to have on this podcast one day, by the way, Leah, if you're listening, she got me a book for Christmas called The Source by a neuroscientist and psychiatrist named Dr. Tara Swart. And it's all about fully utilizing your brain power. It talks about the concept of neuroplasticity and the capacity for brain growth well into our adult lives. But it asserts that as humans, we tend to follow patterns and familiar ways of doing things because it's much more efficient for our brains to follow patterns and it requires a lot less energy. And when I read that, that sounded like me. And I I just feel like I've been taking the path of least resistance for too long. And I wanna do something different. I think that in midlife, we need to be intentional about growth or, or we stop, we stop growing. So who am I and what's my very rough draft plan for this podcast? My name is Allison Banbury. I'm 51 years old. I'm white, straight, married, temporarily able-bodied, female-identified person. I am the proud and sometimes frazzled mom of two incredible teenage boys. Uh, I've been married to the love of my life for the last nine years. I'm stepmom to his two amazing teenage boys. Yes, that's a lot of boys. And our house sometimes smells like testosterone and competition and stale teenager and Cheetos. But we love it, or at least we try to. I We don't always love it. I don't always love it. And we'll talk at some point, I'm sure at many points in this podcast, about parenting and the, the joys and struggles that come along with that, particularly in midlife with children who aren't teeny tiny anymore. I'm a licensed mental health counselor. I'm a certified mindfulness instructor. I've spent my professional life working primarily with young people, students in middle and high school. I currently work with college students. Politically, I'm a a fairly liberal human. I wish Bernie Sanders were our president. This isn't a political podcast. I don't tell you that because 
we're going to be doing a lot of politics, but for sure, many of the topics that we'll be discussing are informed by my values. And so I just wanted to give you a heads up regarding where some of those values might come from. And I don't know if any of these identities qualify me to speak on any topic at all. <laughs> but what I've decided is this, I'm just going to talk. And sometimes I'm going to invite my friends and colleagues to join me. And if what we're talking about resonates with anyone else, if it has benefit for anyone else, that's fantastic. I hope that's the case. But if it doesn't, that's okay too. That's okay. I've decided that I'm going to measure success for me, for this podcast, by simply getting started and by trying something new, persevering, which is not my strong point, through the many mistakes I'm surely going to make. And this initial episode that I'm recording at this exact moment may in fact be one of those mistakes. This may be horrible. I don't know. But I'm going to create something for better or worse, and that is going to be my success. And yes, you won't just be listening to me. I know some amazing people. They're not famous people. Uh, I don't know Brene Brown or Glennon Doyle or Cheryl Strayed, although if any of them are listening, Brene, Glennon, Cheryl, if any of you are listening, I would love to host you on the Midlife Muse. Call me. So my friends are not famous, but they are incredible. And I just want to say a quick something about friendship, which is going to be the topic of my next podcast. Because I have a little trick that I use sometimes that I commend to anyone who might be listening. And it's about sort of using your friends, borrowing the wisdom of your friends on days when maybe your self-esteem or your sense of self-worth isn't where you want it to be. Because there are days when I'm just not sure that I am a really awesome human. And on those days, I look around at the people in my tribe, in my arena, to use a term coined, I believe it was coined by Brene Brown. I look at these people and they're all of them just smart and accomplished and funny and thoughtful and caring. And I say to myself on these days, if, if these folks choose to spend time with me, choose to engage with me above and beyond what might be obligatory in the workplace or at family gatherings or whatever, if these people choose to spend time with me, then maybe I'm okay. Maybe I should trust their opinion of my worth, even if today I cannot trust my own opinion. So I commend that little trick to any of you who might need it on a given day. But I'm going to invite some of these folks to come and talk with me and have conversations that will hopefully be of interest to other folks who maybe are also in midlife or who are dealing with some of these same issues. Like, I want to talk about how we parent kids who are rightly, this is exactly what they're supposed to be doing at this point, who are trying to separate from us 
but but they're still our kids. We still worry about them. We still feel like we have things to teach them. How do we how do we do that at this phase? I was a little bit older when I had my kids. Uh, I was 33 and 35, and my kids are 15 and 17 right now. But maybe some of you listening, your children have already fully launched or they're adults. But, you know, how, how do we maintain relationships as parents? How does our relationship with our children change? I want to talk about aging. You know, how do we approach it? Do we embrace it? Do we fight it? I've talked with my friends about this a lot. I know a lot of us can can easily embrace the wisdom that comes with age, the wisdom that comes from living through a lot of tough circumstances and having the perspective of coming out on the other side, but we're less excited about some of the physical aspects of aging, some of the the places where we notice decline. And I have not yet, I'm not against it, I have not yet gone the way of Botox and fillers. And I'm just interested in talking with people about actions that that people take to, I don't know if it's to slow down aging or if it's for some other reason. What part does nutrition and exercise play? Do you cover the gray? Do you not cover the gray? I want to talk about friendship, companionship. How has our approach to friendship changed in midlife? Has it changed? Do we choose friends using the same criteria that we used back in our 20s? Have we had to let some folks go as our values and priorities have changed? What about our approach to our careers? If you're in midlife, assuming you're not starting a brand new career, you're probably not in that like scrappy, climbing, searching for the next promotion phase, but you're also maybe nowhere near retirement. So what does that mean? You know, where do people find passion and energy for work in midlife? I know the pandemic has had a big impact on that for a lot of folks who who worked from home for 18 or 20 months. And just what kind of relationship we have with ourselves. How do we talk to ourselves? Do we examine our lives? Is midlife a good time to take stock? Um, and, and what do we come up with when we do that kind of internal reckoning? And once a month, my listeners, if in fact I have any listeners, my listeners are going to be the star of the show. I want to answer questions that you submit to midlifemusepodcast at gmail.com. You can also find that email address on my podcast homepage. I, I actually, I don't know if it's called a homepage. Maybe it's a dashboard. I don't know, but submit some questions. These can be advice questions. They can be opinion questions, even just observations about one of our episodes or or ideas for future episodes. I'm just interested to see what comes in. And my hope is that once a week, I'm putting out a 20 to 30 minute episode and we'll see how it goes. So this is probably a good place to stop for episode one. 
I want to thank everyone for listening. If anyone is listening, the next episode of the Midlife Muse will drop on January 17th. Take good care, everyone. Bye.